Hi everyone, this is Judusha V Shines having a natural conversation with the beautiful Sharon Gardner of Core of Life UK. Some of you may or may not have heard of her before. She's part of the Naha 28 Day Wellness Reset Team. Uh, we've partnered with her because of her holistic and dynamic approach to health and well-being. Um, so we want to highlight you today, Sharon. Welcome. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. You look great. Thank you. Yes, you're very welcome. Um, okay, so let's just jump right into it. So I want you to tell us who you are. Well, I just said your name, but you can mm -hmm. reintroduce yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and I think people should know your qualifications mm -hmm. and what it is that you do. Okay, so my name's Sharon Gardner, as you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm a naturopath, so I have a qualification in health sciences. So I have a degree in health sciences with naturopathy, which means that I understand the science of health and how to take a more natural, holistic approach to supporting people with that. And when you say holistic, what does that mean? It means looking at the whole person. So we don't just focus on one area because even though the, the individual may be um, experiencing symptoms like for, for example, digestive symptoms, we've got to look at them as synergistically as a whole person, because that would just be that could be a manifestation coming from anywhere, although it just seems to be in the digestive area. So we have to be able to understand the science of health in terms of like physiology and anatomy, and then how we can then support that individual in a very holistic and natural way. So with my qualification, as as the health sciences, if you if you will. Have, if this will give you a better understanding, imagine an alternative to your general practitioner, to your GP. So the doctor you go and see for your everyday um, ailments, okay? Mm -hmm. Whereas naturopathy allows me to look at specifics like diet, like structure, like activity levels, like um, stress management, like your, your mental and emotional well-being. So if you look at the, the model of health for a naturopath, which is what I am, we have there's three kind of main pillars or areas that we focus on. One would be um, nutrition. And the nutrition also, there's also a biochemical component to that. So it's not just about what we eat, but what happens to the food that we eat once it gets inside the body. Mm. Okay, that's, that's just as important as what you eat. Okay, then we have, we look at things like the, the physical and structural aspects of the individual. So, you know, physical activity is important. Everyone goes to the gym or, or some of us go to the gym and some of us um, exercise and do whatever. But if you don't understand structure, if you're using your body in the wrong way, so if you're going to the gym but you're not, you've got the wrong form, improper technique, you, that's going to impact negatively on your structure, which is going to have an impact on the function of you as an individual. Awesome. Okay? Mm -hmm. And then... This one, I'd actually say, is the most important, but e equally as important, but the most important, if that's possible, mm. would be your, your mental, emotional, and I know a lot of people shy away from this area, but your spiritual well-being. I'm not talking about religion, I'm talking about spiritual well-being, okay? Because we can have a belief, and sometimes that belief may be serving us, or sometimes it might actually be doing us more harm. Hmm. And that can feed into our, our, our emotional how you know things we respond to when it comes to our emotional well-being like emotional distress or also mental our mental health you know we see more and more 
issues with people's mental health recently. You know, children suffering from mental health problems. More adults suffering from mental health problems. Why is that? So that's why as a naturopath, we don't focus on one area. We focus on the whole individual, you know, from inside out, from head to toe. Now you can hear why we're working with her, probably people <laughs> in the place to be. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my qualification. So I also have a, a qualification in Pilates, which for me is a tool. So a lot of people go, I'm going to Pilates class, I'm going to exercise class. I say, well, no, actually, I use Pilates as a tool to teach people about the importance of alignment, of, of posture, on structure, as we said before, because when you change the structure, you change the function. So if you think about, a lot of people suffer with like, um, might, might suffer with like neck and shoulder problems because they walk with their shoulders up by their ears. Wow. You, you walk like that continuously, eventually you're gonna, it's going to create um, possibly headaches, tension headaches, because your body, you, you're, there's a misalignment in your body, the, you've got poor posture and it impacts on your function because you're, you've changed the structure. You're making me want to sit up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I think when um, a lot of people think as a Pilates teacher, all you do is teach exercises, not me. I educate people about the importance of, like I said, those key areas, alignment, posture and structure. And then I will use an exercise to support them, maintain that alignment. So they maintain healthy posture and structure. So it's more about a teaching tool as opposed to just teaching exercises for me. Excellent. Because the core... It's everything, cool. isn't it? It's, the, it's what holds up the whole skeletal mass. But if you think it's more than just that, so core of life is really, for me, it's not just about the, the, the Pilates. We have this thing about, you know, the one importance of um, the Pilates principles, one of the important aspects of Pilates principles is, is, is the core engagement, okay? But for me, core of life, it comes back, who are you at your core? Mm. Is that what you are able to express daily? Or is, are you having to suppress who you are at your core mm. so that what comes out is, is some kind of perception based mm. on what you want people to believe? Mm. So for me, it's, it's about supporting people to be their best each and every day. And sometimes you might not feel like being that, that people might perceive you to be this really kind of happy-go-lucky, a bit loud, a bit whatever it is you are, but there may be a day we don't feel like that. You just want to be quiet, you want to be still balance yeah so you've got to understand who you are so that you can start promoting that each and every day so mm -hmm. when we're able to be ourselves, and we don't feel um oppressed and we don't feel there's an obstruction energy flows yes and energy flow is really what my main aim and job is about sustaining pure positive energy throughout the beam the human being mm. Hey, it's so interesting you saying pure positive energy flowing because we're coming to learn that it's just how we look at things, isn't it? Mm. It's how you process things because it's not really good or bad. No. But dispelling those concepts and those ideas are part of allowing yourself to have that flow. Absolutely, yeah. because when we are on the right frequency for us as individuals, and that comes from the food that we put into our body, it comes to the food for thought, mm. what we, the things that we allow ourselves to believe. You know, because we are told something, doesn't mean that we have to believe that. You know, 
um, how we use our body. Because if you if you look at um, a locomotive, okay, a, a train, and the engine, that's actually designed for the human form, the way we walk, the way we move. But how much of us, how many of us actually, you know, understand that and use our body in the way it was designed to be used? Most of us sit, spend most of our most of our life sitting down sitting behind a desk, whether you're at school or whether you're in a job, you know, sitting down uh, behind the wheel of a car or on some mode of transport, you know, sitting down at home watching TV. The body much prefers us to be moving because that's why we have legs and that's why we have arms to propel us. Mm. So for me, it's always getting people back into that understanding of, of what works best for them, what suits them best, you know? Yes. But, I mean, just like... um you know what I do so for me it's more about educating facilitating raising awareness so that people have the tools and the resources to sustain that proper wellness so that health will flow and from a holistic perspective absolutely and that comes from knowledge you have to know and understand yourself so having a holistic view absolutely. is paramount can I ask you why what is your why why do you do what you do? It started with me, my own personal journey. Um, I'd say about 20 years ago is when it's when I first noticed some changes in terms of ailments that I began living with. And I lived with those for maybe about eight years or so. And then, you know, you get things like hay fever. So you begin to experience symptoms like hay fever, although you've never had a problem been allergic to pollen okay so late 20s early 30s digestive issues so all of a sudden you're having all these um, digestive problems bloating um, irregular bowel movements you know heartburn um, lots of um, trapped wind and all these type of things going on in your digestive system and then also you know migraines I was told I was um, because my mum suffered from migraines and it was hereditary so I'd suffer with it for the rest of my life oh, okay then there were joint, you know, they started getting some kind of um, arthritis type pain, arthritic type pain. Um, the All the symptoms of fibroids without actually being having a fibroid diagnosis. Mm. I had all the symptoms. When I looked at the, the, the symptom picture, I had all those symptoms. I had um, really bad lower back pain. Like literally it used to paralyze me to the spot because it was that bad. And that actually, when I think back, that started as a teenager. Wow. When I first started my monthly cycle, mm. I first started having those, those really bad kind of, like I said. So your really, body was screaming at you, basically. From many years ago. Mm. And then I think, um, you know, there was also kept having smear tests and you have abnormal cells come back every time you had a smear test like what was that about? Just, you know, just, you know and who, who the heaven, what do you know what's normal? But that's what, you know, so when you get these back, you kind of, you believe it. I think, I mean, I got a, um, I got a um, diagnosis of a photosensitivity. So I'd get a heat rash or some kind of rash when I was exposed to the sun. Only here in the UK, you know, so I'd get like really bad and it itched so badly that I'd scratch it. And then eventually it would start peeling and burning, oh. like sunburn, like really peeling. And that kind of went on for a few years and didn't have any reason to question any of it because... A lot of the people, you know, my peers and people that I knew were suffering from similar things. The only difference was, I must say, 
I believed I was healthy because I didn't drink. I was always being teetotal. I didn't smoke. I didn't indulge in anything illegal, like, you know, no type of illegal substances. Didn't do any of that, okay? However, I was still suffering with all these things. So when they said it's your age because you're transit, you know, middle age, you know, from your late 20s to early 30s, what can you do but believe that? Mm. So it wasn't until they told me I was allergic to the sun after all this stuff had been going on that I had to like, okay, hold on a minute. Light bulb moment. How is that possible? Yeah, as a melanated being. As a melanated being. <laughs> How is that possible? How can you be allergic to the one thing that gives you life force? Absolutely. And is the source of, you know... All life. Yeah. <laughs> Plants can't grow without it. Right. You know, the world couldn't survive without the sun. So, you know, I had to really start, okay, I need to... Am I going to accept this and receive it? So and this was the catalyst. Yes, because they told me I'd have to wear... Every time I went out in the sun, I'd have to wear sunblock or sunscreen for the rest of my life. As a black woman. And I, I've heard this before. I have heard this before. So I'm really interested to hear what you did next. What I did next was I was having a conversation with a friend. She suggested that I look at my diet. So I'm like, okay, let me start. And she said, she, she did suggest one thing. And I know a lot of people may not believe this, but I am going to say, she said, look at dairy because dairy may be creating a problem in your system. Because it's very mucus forming. Mm. So I started looking at that. I started remove, did some research and I started removing it from my diet. And then I started removing other things from my diet. And eventually, after about a year or so, I kind of went 100% vegan. Mm. So I'd managed to really reverse a lot of things. Mm. I felt more energetic. I felt well. And, you know, that was fine for a time. Then I got pregnant with my last son. And all of a sudden, the cracks started showing up. So although I felt well within myself, when with the baby on board, it didn't quite work. Mm, so yeah, then there babies, were, they really pull a lot of your nutrients yes, from you, don't they? There was deficiencies yes. basically. So I had to, I had to kind of readdress what I was doing. So I did kind of um, add a few things back in that I'd removed. Not the dairy. I didn't do the dairy, but I did more or less everything: a little bit of meat, a little bit of fish, mm. some eggs, and stuff like that. And then I had my son, and then a couple of years, about three or so years after having him, I started feeling sluggish again. And okay, what's going on? What's in here that maybe is creating a problem? So one by one, I started removing things again. And then until eventually I went 100% plant-based. Mm. And within myself, like, and then obviously I trained to be a Pilates teacher by then. And I had my degree. And I realised that being plant-based worked for me when I understood what I needed to do to support the whole of me as an individual, you know, what foods to eat, how to use my body, you know, how to be more tuned in mm. and to, to make sure that I was had tools to manage stress because there's a lot of stress with a new baby and studying mm. and everything else. Mm. And that, that's, once I did all this, I realised, okay, so I can never go back to working for anyone else now. So I had to go, I had to share this message with more people and set up core of life because this is what I wanted to do as a naturopath. I wanted to share this message. I want people to know that they can take charge and become the CEO of their own health if they, first of all, they have the information, they understand how that may apply to them, and then they have the tools and the resources to use to support them to get from where they are to where they want to be. I mean, I'm not allergic to the sun. I'm not allergic to pollen. 
I don't have any problems with with um, fibroids. I don't have um, any um, more skin issues. I don't have any lower back pain, like paralyzing lower back pain. My joints work quite well. So I'm here. Right. I'm a living example. Mm. Do you think that if people accept diagnosis into their consciousness, that that in itself is part of the problem? Like just accepting that I'm not well or saying I am sick, affirming that to your to your cells, basically. There is so much information out there. It's mind-boggling. You know, our mind, and I say mind-boggling and come back to the mind, our mind is so powerful. We can change the way our cells behave by what we believe. Mm-hmm. We can receive that information. We don't have to believe it. If I believed I was allergic to the sun, based on the symptom picture that I had, based on the research that I've done, I would have been a lupus sufferer right now. Wow. That would be the next step, autoimmunity, in most cases, based on what I was going through, lupus. Wow. And that has turned up a lot over the years, hasn't it? Absolutely. Especially in black women. Mm. No, even Tony Braxton suffers from lupus, you know. And I watch her sometimes, I think, Tony, if you, you know, all these things you, that's going on, I wish that you just had someone that you could read, rather than doctors telling you, all this information that you now receive that there could be there's so much more you can do for yourself and you understand that we are not a diagnosis we are not our symptoms yeah we're what we believe and what we receive Mm -hmm. you know the mind is very powerful we can either produce really healthy neurons or really unhealthy and i remember watching this doctor this um, neuroscientist called dr caroline leaf Mm -hmm. she talks about two types of trees in our brain two types of trees you've got the tree which looks like the trees in autumn they're bare they're just like sticks mm. there's nothing on them and these are the, the the types of trees we produce when we believe all the negative information out there about ourselves. you know uh, about and we're anxious mm-hmm. and we're stressed mm. and we're we're upset and we're angry and we why me why me this type of thing when we've got the trees that we see in the summer, in the spring, that are blossoming. She said, we have the ability to produce those trees because we are all neurosurgeons. There's a thing called neuroplasticity. Yes. Where our minds, where we're able to build new, new neurons. Yes. And change the way that cells behave in our body mm-hmm. based on what we believe. And based on, we should, we should always believe those positive things that were born in love. Yes. You know? And then we are compassion, compassionate human beings. Mm. You know, all these type of things that make us feel good. When we, when we focus on those things, we change the way the cells behave in the body. Cells are vibrational because they are mainly fluid. Yes. And you've seen there's research, they've shown research where they've had talked negatively to, to, to water crystals and then positively, and the different types of crystals that are produced would be different a japanese scientist it's definitely it's produced different types of crystals Mm -hmm. in that water based on what's been said that's why everything i do i do it with love yes when i'm cooking food for myself or for people that's got to be with love because i can't give that to someone if it's coming from a negative place and i can testify (laughs) to that (laughs) because she brought me over some banana bread today and i tell you she 
What did I do when I was eating it? He was dancing. I was <laughs> dancing. I said, what? You put love into this. She says, I put love into everything. She listens to music. She sings. She dances. And let me tell you, I tasted the magic within every morsel. And I'm so happy I got more. And when she leaves, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> But, I mean, life is like that. I'm not saying we should always, we're going to be 100% happy every single moment right, of the day. Right, But when you do get to that place where you do feel a bit down, because I get down, mm. I think, okay, why am I down? What's going on? Let me tune in. Yeah. Rather than grab a bar of chocolate, which I could do. Yeah. Or some comfort food, which I could do. I have to tune in to those emotions and see where they're coming from. Mm, so presence. I can, absolutely. Yeah. You've got to, and this is one of the things I say to my clients, you need to learn how to tune in and listen to yourself, but you can't do that. There's a lot of noise around you, especially the noise from other people or from the choices that you're making to drown out your own inner being, your own, you know, who you are at the core. Yeah. Get back to that core person, get back to the core of who you are so that you can hear yourself, so that you can learn how to let go of the things that don't serve you and increase more of that stuff that makes you feel good. Another point that's quite liberating as well is that when you have those callings or cravings, they only last like two to four minutes. Mm. So if you can actually tune in, like you say, and gain mm. some presence and mm. have a word with yourself, mm. that moment of the calling for the addiction, the habitual behavioural mm. pattern will dissipate. Because um, now you will eat when you need to eat and not eat to push down those emotions mm. that a lot of us will do. I don't want to deal with that right now. Let me go and eat a bar of chocolates mm. or this cake. Right. This cake's going to feed me and make me feel good. Yeah. All right. So this is really powerful. So you, your why, you had like uh, your body just spoke to you. This is your path. Then you had like someone telling you that you're allergic to what? Your the source. Sun. Your, your source, basically. Mm, mm. And so that strengthened your path you got your qualification you got your degree you became a naturopath you also a qualified pilates instructor mm -hmm. and you're passionate about helping others realize how to become the ceo of their own wellness and well-being have there been like how long have you been doing this six years about yeah six years officially Okay. Yeah, but if you if I go back to before, I actually my own journey started maybe twelve years ago. Yeah. About twelve years ago. And you're sitting before me like radiant. Your body, I just want to beat you up. <laughs> I don't know if I should say thank you to that. <laughs> <laughs> because you are, you've just had your birthday recently. You celebrated your birthday. My forty ninth. Her forty ninth birthday and she's standing before me with a body of a 21 year old don't show off don't show yourself I off you said that not me you're showing off oh and she came over here in some nice jeans just hugging in all the right places <laughs> the nerve <laughs> you look fantastic i feel fantastic yeah you look the part i mean yeah. i would not be taking no advice from you if you did not look the part <laughs> Okay. Okay. You definitely look the part and you radiate and ooze that energy. I don't think you can, for me, and I don't want to say this to be rude, I have a really wonderful GP who I see very rarely. Mm. I have no need to see her. But on the few occasions I've seen her over the years, under this BMI measure, 
should be grossly overweight and mm. obese. But she is the person in the white coat that people go to to, to get information from about their well-being. Yeah. I don't wear the white coat. I could, I could wear white coat because I'm qualified to put a white coat on and go and sit in a clinic and work with people one-to-one. I prefer to do the what I do the way I do it. I don't want to put the white coat on. I don't think that's going to make me any more important. Mm. I'd rather meet people where they are, work with them where they are, and help them create the sustainable lifestyle based on where I've been, based on what's worked for myself and my other clients, and based on what they need. Powerful. What kind of um, transformations have you been able to behold without giving names and everything? What have been some of the most beautiful stories that you've heard? You know, like if people have had diagnosis or whatever, have you been able to see people turn those things around? Only when they have to do the, the main thing is, is the mindset. You know, if they're able to believe that mm. they can achieve whatever it is they want to achieve. And they, first of all, they, they, they make that decision. They transform their mind. Then I have seen people, you know, people, even on this 28-day um, plans, programs, seen people lose inches. I mean, literally six, seven inches within 28 days. If they stick to plan and make sure they do all the things they need to do, mm. you know. I've seen people, like, reverse or reduce diagnosis. Mm. You know, as long as they're able to stick at what they're doing and, and be consistent with it. You know, because they're, especially within the community um, that look like us, you know, women, fibroids are, 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 are rife in the community. And a lot of people believe that the only way to get rid of fibroids is to have a hysterectomy. Mm. And I, I just wish more women understood that try some other things out first. Yeah. Try Just try some other things, but make sure when you're trying this, don't just focus on that one thing. Don't just focus on your womb. Mm. but focus on your whole body focus on how you envision what you want and what you've been processing in your mind because um, mm. I do, I've done a lot of research in fibroids and I used to work with someone Dr Jill Pukram years ago mm. and also Louise Hayes in her book Louise Hayes I meant to say that earlier yeah what the mind represses the body expresses exactly what and the mind represses the, the body, body expresses, expresses. absolutely fibroids for instance is deep hurt um, in relationships. That's the womb. That's where we take, where our, our partner enters Intimate, us yeah. and balances us, yeah? And if we are not happy with those interactions and how we're relating with one another, we'll get, our womb will tie up in knots mm. and it will manifest. And the opening yourself up and cutting it out does not omit what's going on in the mind. And another thing, I mean, there's a lot of... Um, research around this as well metaphysics yes around where thoughts go chemicals follow yes so this is what i'm talking about the mind earlier the mind's very powerful so if we're sitting here and we're having a thought and we don't even we're not even aware of this thought like the subconscious yes okay we're not even aware of this thought if it's a negative thought you are going to trigger the stress response in your body you might not even realize that thought is negative but you're going to, and then you wonder why you have digestive issues. Because you're not even aware of the thoughts that are going on through your mind, yeah. which directly impact on the body's ability to rest and digest and create problems around your digestive area, mm. your system, mm. your hormones yes. are out of whack, they're imbalanced. So we have to have an awareness of our thoughts. We have to 
change them. Think of something different. Okay, we live in the UK. There's not much sun out here. But sometimes I try to visualise being on a beach somewhere. Yeah. With the sun on my skin. Yeah. So I can send those happy thoughts and those happy hormones and those endorphins to mm. change the physiology. Mm. How my body responds. What's mm. going on. I listened to a lecture one time to digress, but... Um, there was a man that was diagnosed with cancer and he he quit, he, he accepted he was going to have cancer and mm. that he wasn't going to have like three months to live. Mm. And he just, he worked really, really hard. He had lots and lots of money. Mm. But when he got diagnosed, he just shut down, mm. stopped working, went to his beach house mm. and just sat and watched the waves crash, mm. watched his children playing on the beach, observed his wife, enjoyed his wife's cooking. Mm. Everything just shut down. Do you know what ended up happening? He didn't die from cancer. The cancer receded. There you go. He took his mind off of everything that was stressing him out and he started to look at beauty and what he loved and enjoyed. He wanted to enjoy his last and he ended up bringing himself back to life. He realigned himself with his inner being, with his core. (laughs) He spent time realigning himself. It's magical. Absolutely. So as we think, so we are. I really do. And that's why I love what you do. We love what you do. Thank you. And that's why we're here to celebrate you and promote your business. Because it's not many people. You can't go to a doctor and have a holistic view. If I go to the doctor, like yourself, which is rare, it's just to get blood work done and to get a diagnosis. And they say one problem at a time. You're not just your mind. You're not just your physical body. You know, I might come in there with something going on in my stomach, but I can't tell them about the headaches I'm getting as well because that's two problems. And I've only got 10 minutes for one problem. It's ridiculous. I need history. I need to know what's what's gone on before. Mm. What's going on now? What may have triggered that from before? Why is it still affecting you now? Okay, let's let's strip everything back. Let's go back to basics. Yeah. No, let me hear you. Let, let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Let me see why you may... And what I didn't say, actually, and this is what I've come to realise more more and more, where I am now, I was very unhappy in my late 20s, early 30s. My mum passed away really suddenly, unexpectedly. Oh. There was unresolved grief. I wasn't happy in my relationship. I wasn't happy with my job. I had two relatively young children. So there was a lot expect there's a lot of expectations on me, you know. Um I work in a job the which literally I didn't want to do, but I did it because I had to provide. And then if you imagine that you're not tuned in, like I said, I wasn't aware. I allowed those thoughts to go to just run freely and rightfully through my mind. Remember I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't do drugs. Yet I was sick. I was sick. I'd say the mind's pretty burned powerful. I would say so too. <laughs> I would definitely say so too. And so I realised that a lot of it was because I was really unhappy. Mm. Really unhappy. Mm. You know? And then once, now that I'm a, a more mature person, now that I'm more balanced, mm. now that I'm more aware, now that I have this, this knowledge, if anything goes wrong, I can tune in and say, okay, what? where did that come from? I rarely get heartburn now, but occasionally I might overindulge in some wheat products, let's say. I just because I feel like having a, a day where I'm eating lots of starch. And I can make it heartburn. For me, what works is an apple. 
that works for me. Enzymes to neutralise. Absolutely, it might not work for everyone, but that's what I'm saying about being tuned in and understanding your body because it doesn't work for everyone. It might not work for you, but it works for me. You know? Yeah. So we have to have an awareness of who we are. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Um, gosh, I just feel like I could talk to you forever, but we have the the good news is, yes. right, is that we're going to be doing Wellness Wednesdays from Absolutely. here on in. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So Natural Hair Weekly podcast listeners, we want to hear from you. Um, Sharon has gracefully agreed to work with us and we're, she, we're doing the Naha 28 Day Wellness Reset Programme. Um, which you've probably heard about. Check out the podcast with my um, interview in terms of how that went with Sharon's services. But alongside that, we're now going to be doing these Wellness Wednesday podcasts. So every Wednesday we're going to be addressing subjects that matter to you. So we want you in the YouTube comment section or you can direct message Sharon on Core of Life UK on her on on the social media platform on, yes on inter, on instagram yeah core of life uk or can they um send you messages also on your website yes yes there's, there's, a, is, there's a contact page on there which is www.coreoflife.co.uk.co.uk so send in some questions what would you like sharon and i to have a conversation about mm. what specific areas would help you um, what issues are you encountering? Um, is it energy? Is it weight loss? Is it a particular ailment, diabetes, blood pressure? What do you want to know about? Is there anything that springs to mind that you'd like to add in terms of what we want to get from the audience to support? Or do you want some engagement, you know, um, um, participation? It's no point in us um, talking about stuff that no one's interested in. It'd be great to hear what the listeners are interested in, you know, what your audience are interested in. So we can take time to um, answer those questions, have a conversation around them. Definitely. You know? Yeah. I mean, how are we going to serve you if you don't engage? Engage. <laughs> engage. Yeah. So definitely in the YouTube comment section, let us know what would you like us to discuss in the Wellness Wednesdays that we're, we're setting to launch very, very soon. And um, as well as hitting Sharon up and watch this space because she's doing developing some really awesome tools in terms of her 28 day reset and collaborations. Absolutely. Yeah. Workshops, collaborations, partnering, all types of um, things. Hopefully we're after spring, well, during spring after Easter, we'll do some workshops, mm -hmm. especially those kind of plant-based workshops. I, I know it seems that more and more people are interested in, in including more plants into their into their daily regime, into their daily habits. Some people want to transition completely, 100% plant-based. And it'd be good to do some um, intros, so plant-based reset intros workshops, just to get people, just to give them a bit of information, share some information, do some um, practical stuff with them so they begin to understand what they can do themselves and have some tools. Yeah. Uh, would you be interested in something like that? You know, say like if it's a Tuesday or a Wednesday, we can get together and have a meal. We could have dinner, mm. say from 6 to 9 p.m. Mm. We, you, we prepare the food, 
uh, we educate you about the food and we have these kind of natural conversations and eat and these meetups yeah so you'll have you'll have you, you'll be educated on keep it quite specific like if it's an intro um get you started you know we'll give you some tools we'll show you what you can do and then you'll leave there you'll be fed you know you maybe you'll get to take something home you know you definitely get to take home the recipes and, and things like that mm. so we are looking to do a few more things get ourselves out there a bit more spread this message yeah and i must say you know i've incorporated plant-based recently so i have to testify that my energy is way up and that is a lovely consistent slow release of energy i used to pick a lot and a lot of comfort eating and no more so your services definitely work and that's why I will support you because it's real. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's got to be authentic. It's got to be congruent. You know, you've got to believe and su authentically support what you're talking about and what you're working with. Otherwise, what's the use, right? You've got to be. You just have to make the best out of who you are. Always like strive to be the best version of yourself. I know it's quite cliche. We hear that a lot, but who else are you going to be? Mm. You know. And know yourself as well, Absolutely. because we do a lot of depending on others to tell us what's going on mm. with our body, and we don't listen to those inner messages. Tune in. I always say that. Tune in. Tune yeah. in. But tune in when you're at a place where you can hear. Mm. Hear yourself. Yeah, because I actually, you're, you're reminding me of a time when I was told it's in you, Jadusha, it's in you. Mm. I didn't know what the heaven they were talking about. Mm. It took time for me to realise, wow, and you're right. Mm. You've got to be still in order to hear that voice. You And de detoxifying not only what you're eating, but also how you're thinking and getting to the root. Why? Where did that thought originate from? The noise. Where did that mm. noise come from? Too many opinions, which are, none of them belong to you. Right. So you've got to pinpoint and fine-tune what do I really think about this mm. my highest ideal self type mm. of thing so yeah love what you do thank you love your services thank you so much for taking the time out to speak with us today it's my pleasure is there anything else you want to add before we go I'm just really excited to be partnering with Naha and NH Weekly I always believe someone that works by themselves a lot it's just great to have, you know, some collaborations and partnering with like-minded individuals and companies and businesses going forward because that way we can spread this message even wider so more people can hear it and more people can realise that you can be the CEO, you just have to know how to take charge so you can start driving, put yourself in a driving seat. So be it. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. You're welcome. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening. Speak to you soon.